0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I know we're still in a Thanksgiving mode, so so much to be thankful for, right? Yeah. Yes, I am extremely thankful for Jesus, uh, for all that he has done for my life, for my families. And I know this week we've been eating. I have some work to do myself because I, I ate a little bit more than I usually eat on, the, on the regular days. So, Jim, here we go. That's, that's a good <laughs> But ultimately, I love the idea of Thanksgiving. By the way, growing up, there's not really was a Thanksgiving. Because I grew up in Africa. Thanksgiving is not a thing that we do. It's like a holiday. But I love the idea. Not do we thank God and people around us every so often. The society made it to like actually do a thing. And I love the opportunity to say, thank you, Jesus, what you're doing in our life. Can we take a moment and thank Jesus, what he has done in our lives this year. He has changed my life. He has set me free. There's so much more in Jesus. And the more you're thankful, the more you realize, oh, God has been good to me. You realize, whoa, there's still more to go for. So that's how sweet Jesus is. He's like the food on Thanksgiving you eat. It's like, wow, this was amazing. And then you go for a second. So <laughs> let's keep going for Jesus. He's amazing. I also want to take a moment to honor a pastor. Can we give up to a pastor Ash? <clears throat> I am extremely thankful for her. She's a gift to this house. You know the word of god says i'm the one who point the leader especially who has the heart from god she has a heart for jesus and the people i have been personally blessed and i know our church here been really growing because of thanks for her leadership and we can't let's give out um, it's biblical to honor our leaders it's when they add value to our life, especially when they encourage us to grow in Jesus. So I'm really honored, and I get to share with you today. I'm really excited. Um, we're going to jump in there. We're going to talk about enhanced spiritual gifts. And those are gifts not like, you know, jumping, running, you know, physical gifts. I know how to run, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about being smart. We talk about things that Holy Spirit breathes. When you accept Jesus, all of a sudden you discover God has unique gift for you. And we're going to go over it. We're going to talk about administrations. We're going to talk about mercy. We're going to talk about all the fun things that God really customized, crafted for you to operate in. Not just for your own sake, but for the people around you and to glorify his name along the way. So we're going to jump into the um, Romans 12, 6, 8. You can follow on the side screens. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us just pause for a minute. We received a gift according to the grace. We didn't earn it. It was just a free gift, giving it to you. I love how Pastor Ash was talking about last week. It's like Christmas Day, there's a big old bag full of presents. But you open, here's the first one you get. Salvation! Anybody thankful for salvation? Man, I was lost like a goose without Jesus. And then I got saved life was a lot better from there on and you'd be set free you you've healed you're delivered you're protected all the things that god has for you from on you get it in your system and you live it and as long as you keep your eyes on jesus man there's no turning back your life only grows and only doesn't stop there then you realize after you celebrate do your dance and you're excited there's more gifts in the back and then go back to what? There's a more gift? And then you get another gift. What? This is for me? Yeah. And then you celebrate it. So we're gonna talk about these gifts that really are the things that God blesses you. And I want to encourage you, as we're going through all these gifts, recognize what's your gifting you have. Or recognize the people around you who have those gifting. And actually, we'll give you heart today. Thank you. Realize those places they have helped you along the way. So jumping back to the Romans 12, 6 to 8. We have different gifts. They're all different. Some people are gifted in administration in different ways. If your gift is prophesied, then prophesy in according with faith. If, you, if it is serving, then serve. Could you say with me, serve. serve. If your gift is serving, simply serve. I, think I like the way he said If it is teaching, then oh, we were together. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generosity. If it is leading, lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully, with joyful heart. I love those things. And our first one we're going to talk about is serving. Could you say it with me, serving? Serving. All of us are capable of serving. Have you recognized that? We can all serve. But there is such a thing as a gift of serving. We talk about people who have a heart, like a supernatural, special gift that makes people do like divine things. Ability to help in the small scale or big scale doesn't really best on like house size or things. In working to overly good for the people and the church. We talk about people who see a need to jump on it. Since I've been a hope church, I have come account people of hope. Some of you are, are here today. They see a need, like, let me in. I want to jump on the opportunities. They can actually see a need. They do it before even anybody asks them. Yeah. Do you identify yourself as a person with a gift of serving? Or do you know somebody who has that gifting? They're exciting. They're the best people to work around. They got a big smile. They're like, happy. Don't need to be drunk to be happy what they're doing. You know? They're joyful, and it's rubbing on everybody else is there. It's like, you're doing work, but you're excited about it. That's a gift. We have here an opportunity to choose. Every chooses we do different projects. And I've encountered people like, come ready to make an impact, prepare the kids material. Like we are having a big church right now, next door, Kids are having a blast. They have a great material set up for them. They have acting. I'm privileged to be part of that team. It's, it's really, really good. And people come on Tuesdays with their time to help prepare it. Some people come to help cleaning. Some people come to help painting when it's needed. <clears throat> Some people come help with props. Could we just take a quick look? I know you saw them. Um, they look amazing. They're like... I know we do props. I love serving. I might not have too many skills, but no, I have one is helping. So I'm ready to come. I love it. I come on Saturday, sometimes they do it. This music, it's amazing. I'm just saying. Sometimes I get distracted to stay here for a long time. It's like it's a fun around to people who has the heart to serve. So I want to encourage you. If you have a, a, a gift of serving, keep going it you never know how far that gifts are for someone else next to you. <clears throat> or the person you are serving. For instance, we get to enjoy these awesome things, right? People are blessed. Kids get to have an amazing experience. Because some people really served, not just themselves, but people around them. And they get to glorify Jesus. I love it. And we get to appreciate people with those gifts, right? We get to say, thank you for really serving Church, thank you for serving the community. And doesn't have to always limit it to church. You can do the same one at home, at work, all different places. So, if you have that, you kind of start donating it, keep it, get going, put it to use. It's gonna be like impactful. And we're gonna to jump to the verse eight. Verse eight is talking about um, another verse eight. It's talking about if it is to encourage, then give encouragement. This is one of my favorite. If it's encouraged, give encouragement. Encouragement is so important. I don't know about you. I need encouragement. Encouragement goes so further down. I was reading in the Bible this story about this guy. His name, his name is Joseph. This is in the New Testament. The disciples, which they became apostles, they this guy was so encouraging, they changed literally his name. They named him Barnabas. And Barnabas is basically means. A child of encourager. Is that cool? So if you're going to have kids down on the road or you're thinking about changing your name, you're being permissioned to change your name to Barnabas. It just means they're encouragers. So I just love it. he's no such encourager like Barnabas. Forget about the, It's always a nickname and then it just lived on. I love how the Bible just makes it, right? Anybody familiar with Paul? The guy Paul who was Saul? He was... Went after people. He literally killed Christians. He went after the families. And one point, he made Jesus. And Jesus, man, did he transform his life. He made a so drastic change that everything he was doing, he did the 360 move. He started going 100% for Jesus. He started preaching. He started helping people to discover the hope that's found in Jesus. And that was him. It was the new, new Paul. He actually has a new name. Now it's Paul, right? But then there was a problem. Other Christians, they were still like, back up, man. I know Jesus just changed your life, but I'm not really sure yet about you. You just killed my cousins. You were after my neighbors. No, you just stay here. i am stay here. So they never really took him in. And that's where Barnabas comes around, our friend Barb. He took him in. <laughs> he encouraged not only Paul, who was somewhat outcast. He said, keep doing what God is calling you. He encouraged other apostles to let me in he literally said you know when jesus changed his life he risked risk his own life for the gospel's sake he is a brother in christ let him in please and thankfully they did you know paul because he wrote two-thirds of the bible because one guy really made that difference the power of encouragement that changed not paul but the people around him to accept him in and if you think that's how the story ended Barnabas never stopped. Then there's another guy called Mark. Mark is the one sometimes you read in the Bible, the Gospel Mark. He's, that's the guy who wrote the Gospel Mark, right? He, in the beginning of the, his ministry with Paul, he got so scared about, there was prosecution, it was a really shaky moment, he stepped back. And Paul's really upset because he was all in. Are you like all in person here? Anybody was all in person? You don't want to take people who are wimpy sometimes. Like... We are going to the force. We are going to keep moving. You are slowing me down. I see some hands like this person. (laughs) Paul looked to Barnabas like, let's leave Mark. He's slowed us down. But Barnabas like, no. He needs encouragement. He needs somebody to take under his wings. And Barnabas took him under his wings. And later on in the Timothy, in the book of Timothy, Paul later on says, we need Mark. He's really good for service. Again, because Barnabas really took time to take him out of his wings. So I want to say to you, you have a gift of encouragement, use it. There's so many people waiting on the other side. Don't think it's only for your own good. There's a lot of people's lives will be changed because you decide to encourage somebody. It's like somebody comes to have a bad day and say, hey, I have a word, not just like what, being kind. That's a word that you actually needed to hear. And you can be receiving another end, or you can give it away. And that's amazing. And ultimately, it's to see their lives being changed and God's name is being glorified. And I encourage you again, go for it. You have encouragement. And If not, it's still for all of us to encourage people. And if it's a gift, thrive in it. Because the body of Christ needs it. People around you need it. And we're going to keep rolling. We got another one. So if you're giver, if it is giving, then give. It's very simple. Giving. And I love this one because it's not really based on if you're wealth, if you're like down class and all different things. Like It's not just for the people who are rich and loaded, you know what I'm saying? It's for people who just have a heart to give. I love last week we were talking about the, um, we're partnering with the church in Uganda. Where they're doing this awesome work to help people who drive motorcycles. There's so many accidents and we're able to, a church, able to invest in them so they can have teaching and give them vests to save lives. Literally, that's something huge. Thank you, Jesus. We're making a difference not just here at Hope Church in Corning but overseas in Uganda. And the giving was above and beyond. So we give tithe, which is 10%, and then anything above and beyond, that's the generosity of giving. And there is a gift called giving, which people give joyfully and excited to give to the works of God and to bless people. I've met one of those persons. When I was in high school, in a winter cold, country called uh, Canada, it was freezing. If you think it is cold, theirs feels like winter all the time. This family, we're, have, we're part of a group of students, like high school, Christian things, and we just heard about mission trip to Trinidad Tobago. It's like, yes, and all of us were excited. We all joined the group, and we were talking about it. And if you know anything about mission trip, or if you want to go somewhere, require... Money require resources. You can't just like, oh right, this is a good idea, and then might just fall in your hands, right? It was like eight of us, and four of the kids were actually international students, in which they really connect with Jesus to the school through those families. And then we got so close, not money, not a lot of money was coming in. This family, I'm not kidding, my friend and his his family, they paid for four kids. The full amount of traveling from Canada to Trinidad and the staying and all different things. And they did it joyfully. I can never fathom how that worked. I'm not talking about they're loaded. I'm saying this guy, he was a, a menace guy. Any maintenance who's loaded in here? Any Do you know anybody who's a maintenance guy who's got a lot of money? His wife was a teacher. So they didn't have a lot of money, but they had it hard to serve. And another time, they always take international students in their home having Thanksgiving, Christmas, and help them to get along, like to be able to adapt places because they don't have their films around. They love giving. They still give to their church. They still give to many people. I am one of the ones who received Once Upon a Time on their giving. It's just kind of cool. So you never know how much your giving goes. For those kids who went to that mission trip, their lives were being changed because somebody was generous to give. And what's was mind-blowing. Just like, on my birthday, we actually went to visit him, me and my wife. And if you think when you give, you become poor, because I know there's a myth, like, you know, I don't want to give because I'm gay broke, right? They are, like, hit jackpot. I don't even know how to explain. Like, God has blessed them. The more they give, they're blessed. They have this pool. Again, I say it's cold. It's heated. It's like a really nice pool. They have a customized basketball court. I was like, what in the world is happening here? of course, God will bless them. I mean, they genuinely love to give. So if you have a gift of giving, keep giving. God is going to honor you. You never run dry. And you don't have to give because, oh, oh, do I have a gift of giving? I need to wait until I have money to give. That's not how it works. You can still give. By the way, we can all give. So it's not just for discern people, right? We, we can all give. But The people with that heart, gift put it to use. It's amazing. It don't change people's life. And we're going to talk about another gift. It's called mercy. We're going to keep rocking. Rolling. You ready We go with me? Are you following? Mercy is one of those, you see people, you have empathy for them. You care for those people in need. People are hurting. It's, those, like you say, it's a gift that you actually help people take to next level. They might come like they're going through something. You feel them? You don't just like, oh, I feel sorry for you. But you speak hope in there. You speak life to one. I love how he says, if it is show mercy, do it cheerfully. Don't just like, sad, sad, sad about round. But use it to encourage the person. Use it to see God is going to do great things. One time, I was in New York City. Anybody been in New York City? In here? Yeah. It's nuts. This is before... Um, COVID, everybody, you're walking, you're bumping people left and right. It's busy. Their life is literally go, 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 go. There's no privacy. There's no distance in the subways. Anybody ever experienced like I did? Yeah. And then you get these fun people who do crazy things The train. I'm saying there's, it's wild. There's story after story once you go there. I was, one day, I was just coming from work. It was about like eight o'clock. We hang out with the kids, uh, friends and we actually went to, um, parks and talk to the teens there. And I'm coming home and I'm going to this apartment we're staying in. And the elevator is this guy, which I never met him before. That's how crazy New York City. You can have a neighbor. You never see them. Because everybody's go, go, go. And I can tell there was something bothering him. Something was off. So I just say, hey, how's it going? My name's Jacques. You know. How's it going? What's your name? And coming to find out he was actually originally from Burundi. Burundi is actually neighbor to Rwanda, where which I grew up. So we actually kind of speak the language which is similar. So just, already I'm like, what? We both live in this building? I never met you? What a coincidence. So we start talking. And we end times talking. He starts saying things that I did not see coming. It's like, oh, I am actually thinking to jump in front of the train. Like I need to end my life. I never plan to hear anything like that. I mean, I, didn't, I just say hi like to talk to the person. And all of a sudden... I can't kill you. Like, I'm I can like it's just happened over since like, I had so much love for this guy. I had so much heart for this guy. It's like, what's happening? He was hurting. He just lost his job. You have to pay lots of money to stay in the apartment. He has in the past, he has not had a great life. So he was thinking, the one thing he was thinking is like, I need to just kill myself. At least I can end it. I talked to him. We talked and talked. And I can feel his hurt. And I'm saying, don't give up. I might not been through what you've been through, but I know Jesus can help you in this moment. I know he has hope and future for you. He's been there for you. He's here with you right now, even when you're hurting. He won't embrace you when you're hurt. If you're hurting, Jesus is here with you. I'm not kidding. Jesus, he's here. Never feel like you're alone. You might feel like you're alone. feel like I need to do something different. Jesus is there for you. I say, what's the coincidence that I happened to walk in the elevator? Now we don't have to speak English. We can just talk in a native language. I can tell you exactly how I feel, like or what I want to say to you. It doesn't happen often. And we talked for like four hours. I literally had to go back in my room and put in my room and he woke up because it was like 2:30 in the morning. But the entire time I was talking to this guy, I could feel like he fighting in me. Like, I'm gonna fight for you. Jesus is gonna change your life. No enemy is gonna steal this soul in Jesus' name. Amen. God changed this guy, and again, it was nothing like I did. It was just one of those moments. The Holy Spirit just do a supernatural beyond me. And the next day, he called. They call Teen Challenge. He helps with people with different um, abuse or different like uh, addictions, and he went there, which is helped by the Christian organizations, and he's alive. Thank you, Jesus. So don't downplay the gift of mercy. You never know the person beside you who might can benefit from it. You never know your words, how far they can take and change somebody's life. Thank you, Jesus. As I look back, I'm like, wow. Thank you, Jesus. And I wasn't even aware of it at the moment until I was like, the guy just went to team challenge. like, whew, he's not dying. He here to leave, right? So don't let it decide. Don't let busy of life take away something God has given you. The community needs it. The church needs it. Believe it or not, we all have things going on. Unless somebody is caring enough to say something, not just like, you should do this, but actually empathize with you, that usually doesn't work always, right? Does it always work for you? But it's sometimes when a person feels you and talk with you and guides you to the hope that only found Jesus. And that's the amazing of Jesus. And I want to just keep rolling and there's another gift called administrations. Anybody got a demonstration gift? Yes. I love people with a demonstration gift. I don't definitely don't have administration gifts. I love people with a demonstration gifts cuz they have helped my life greatly. <laughs> Organize. Administration gift is the ability to really do tasks in an effective way, in an efficient way and help other people succeed. Success like I'm helping you to do better even your own project or task. Like some of my coworkers, thank you Jesus for them. They have helped me, you know, like make timeline or different. Take notes because the next time something is going to happen, unless you look back to notes, it's going to be like a surprise, but you should have learned something from it, right? You have a demonstration, gift. We all need it. People around you can benefit from you. People give it to you so you can help people, right? I love there's a story in the Bible that Jesus was talking about this story about a person building a house. You have to think about what's going to go into it. If you don't think about it you build and then you don't finish it because you never had plans people with administration gifts they calculated the cost or different things already before they get there, it's successful they already have steps to lead you to succeed thank you Jesus for that gift so you have that I know he has changed my life. People around me who has it, use it. I guarantee somebody will benefit from it. And if you are like me on the other side of the coin, be thankful for the people with that gift, right? Thank you, Jesus. Because that helps us, all of us, as body of Christ. And ultimately to help people and live to Jesus' name. And the other one is craft. Could you say me craft? I love craft. It's like one of those things about God. If you look outside, I know the first time I ever saw snow, I was. It was wild. I could not imagine there's these things falling off the heavens and underground. Yeah, I licked it and I was an adult. Yes, I admit it. Don't tell anybody, it's embarrassing, okay? I just. And then I see trees where I was a kid, we used to put stuff around the trees to present snow, which I didn't know the tree looks amazing like there's a craft about God the way he created the earth the way our season all the trees and the mountains the sun you name it that's made in God's image thrive in that gift you're good with your hands thrive in it you're good with like taking pictures you're good with like working with cloth you're good with working with different things go for it it's a gift that God has given you And you wouldn't believe, again, just like this prop, Somebody thought about them. Somebody designed them. Thank you, Jesus. Now we get to enjoy it. It was once upon a time, an idea, somebody carried And then they worked through it, all the details. And then you get people who love to serve, and they put it together. I'm telling you, it's like a team. Like, you know, we work together. We're better together. That's one of the core values we have, right? We're the community. And amazing, boom, things like that. And the lights, you know, the right things, right? Because somebody has that gift. You have that gift? Don't let it die. Don't put it on the shelves. Don't put it back in the bag. Put it to use. We need it in our church. We need it. People in your life need it. People at work need it. If you used to like to paint and work the wood and give gifts, don't let life get busy that you don't forget the joy that you used to find. Again, all these things, you enjoy doing it. If you don't enjoy doing it, Probably it's not your gift. I'm just saying. If it sounds like a torture, you don't have to do it. It's okay. I get you. But if you do, do it. Don't let other things hold you back to enjoy what God has blessed you with, right? And then there's worship. Can we give up one more child to Jesus? Worship today was amazing. I love Jesus. The Spirit of God has a way to breathe on people. Who does worship or play instruments. And literally like worship. That's what God says. He dwells among his people. Have you ever felt God's presence here in worship? Yeah. You gift in singing. Play instrument. Go for it. It's one way to proclaim God's goodness. To share with someone else around you. With music. With instrument. Any of those things. Because those things will lift the name of Jesus. I was reading in the Second Chronicles, when Sem, uh, um, Solomon just finished building the temple and they were bringing the Ark of the Covenant, it was a big deal. The whole temple was like gold and this amazing. Talk about craft. I mean, there was a craftsman who built it amazingly. And then there was a whole choir. I always think they had robes, you know. I don't know if they really did. And they had people playing instruments there. And the Bible says they were singing one accord. The instrument was playing just right. And God's presence came so thick, there was like smoke in the, in the, in the temple, and people couldn't even get there because that was amazing. Like, people, were like, God, you holy, you amazing. We thank you, Jesus. We, like, they're adoring Jesus. They're using their voices. They're using, like, what God gifting have given them. And that carries on, like, for the whole day. That's the power in worship. You don't have to be part of the band to that if you like, oh, if I'm not in the band, then I can't use my gifting. You can use that gifting at home. You can use that gifting at work. There's times I walk it's like definitely something, something about this room, but somebody's been worshiping, like, wow, I'm happy around you. You're worshiping Jesus, you're inviting God's presence there. Obvious it's different. Obviously like that God is changing people's lives just by inviting God's presence. And I want to just emphasize, don't use the gift God has given to you. And if you don't own them yet, that's okay. We're actually going to have to do a family night um, this coming Wednesday, and we're going to talk about the gifting. You get to discover the gift that God has given you. It's really cool. We have um, QR code on the side screen. So scan it, come. Your kids are going to be having a blast, a teenager, and you get to learn all the gifting that God has have you. And not just for yourself, but to operate and be a blessing. So I can't wait to see you all. It's going to be amazing. That's what worship is. And lift the name of Jesus. Changing people's life. And we'll just talk about all those gifting. And there's, there's more. Hospitality. Anybody love hospitalities? Yes, thank you Jesus. A lot of people make food. Not just for the sake of making food. Like they enjoy making food for blessing people. They enjoy hosting people. i will talk about that. One family that gives, they also had Hospitality. I. They had so many people leave in their home because I had a heart. It almost makes people like feel comfortable. Have you feel comfortable in this place? Have you come like, wow, where was I been? This is a place I belong. I want to tell you why. There's people with gifting of hospitality. Again, it's not just limited to people, to certain people. We can all offer that. But people with that gifting, they go above and beyond. They make you cheerful, they make you at ease, they make you laugh, and you're like, I just met you, I just came to your home. You, why did you invite me to come to eat? It's like, I just want to share the gifting I have. Use it. We all love food. And Anybody hates food? I hope not, because <laughs> that would be awkward, but... <laughs> use that gift. Change people's hearts. It opens them up to hear what God's want to do for their lives, right? And look at all those gifts. They're all food help people around you. Those gifts is to live the name of Jesus. Those gifts are there not just for our own sake, but to help the church, to help people. Even people don't know Jesus. What would they know? What would they know if nobody really cared about him? One of the things Jesus did on earth, he didn't just talk the talk, he also did the actions. He healed. He spoke words of life. He did the stuff. Yeah. We get to do the same thing. We get to practice and put use our gifting. And what I love about all is, is a gift, but also God and Holy Spirit give us ability to put it to use. Remember how I was telling you story, me and my friend in New York City? That yeah, was just me. I know it was the Holy Spirit working through me. God will do the same thing through you. And sometimes we got a desire to work it. Sometimes, we can't just like, oh, this season I can operate my gifts. Other season, life's just been too hard. Things just been happening. Now, I don't need it. Because truthfully, there's people on the other side waiting on it. And you'll never know until you do something about it. I want to finish on this story about in the Bible. The disciples, the 12 disciples, actually was 11 at this point. Jesus died and then rose again. He met him two times. The third time, the disciples are just hanging out and Peter decided, you know what guys, let's go fishing. This is not the first time when Jesus comes. This story is in John twenty-first. So if you want to read it, it's really amazing. And I was thinking about this. How in the world could you say, let's go fishing? And Jesus has been with you. He's been doing miracles. He's been calling you to do great things. And now you want to go back your old life? What's happening? I want to tell you what's happening. Some of it is because the reality they face. They stress. They never did anything without Jesus before. They did when Jesus sent them. But this time, it was different. The intellect did not line up what God called them to be. The was happening, it's like, Are we were scared. We might be killed like Jesus. Maybe they were confused. Who knows? Whatever it was, limit them to do what God called them. Actually make them go the opposite way. To go back their old ways. Anybody can relate it to this? I know I can when i got saved i knew some of the gifts god had given me but there was a season i never even thought to even use them because my love was healing me left and right but what i love about this story jesus came they're in a boat fishing catching nothing and jesus came like hey guys could you just throw the net on the other side you remember the things i told you when i called you and they throw the net catch so many fish thank you jesus and then he didn't end up there I think he sprinted. Whatever he did, all the Bible says, he was ready for them. seashore, prepared them breakfast. Anybody like some breakfast? They don't have to do any work. They're probably ashamed. Like, what are we doing? What are we thinking? Like, Jesus told this. All these words went through the year and out. But Jesus loved them. Jesus cared about them. Jesus still reached out to them. I'm here to tell you, if you feel in the same way, it's like, I know I, when I was saved, I was on fire for Jesus. I know when I was saved, I actually opened more gifts in the bag. I started loving giving because it's a gift God have given me. I started loving doing the craft I started, that was God giving given me. I got excited. I started doing these things. And then, dun, dun, down, something striked. Situation happened. And the joy started dying. And no matter what you've been trying to do, it's still not working. There is guys who try fishing all day. Had nothing you haven't found joy because you have not connected to the source they want to give you the gift you actually put back the gift to the back because like i need to figure out what i'm doing right now because my mind the reality is hitting me hard but i'm here to tell you jesus is here with you jesus he can redeem you there's a story in it, timothy's story um, paul was writing timothy says i'm praying for you to rekindle the gift that god has given you and our hearts my heart is God, and all the gifts you are given me. I don't want to uh, forget them. Help me to remember them. Help me to use them. Despite whatever is going on. Because I know, God, you're going to do above and beyond what I know. imagine. I'm trying just to just put them on the side. I want to go for it. I want to trust you. After Jesus made with those guys, their lives will change. After, of course, a breakfast, right? Just like strength. And then... They also, something called Holy Spirit, made them. Have you heard about Holy Spirit? He impacted them greatly. He changed them, their hearts. He gave them a supernatural power. They were like dynamite. They preached, they served people, and people connect with Jesus. We, all of us here, are here by product because that group of guys decided to follow Jesus. Even when they weren't perfect, even when they walked away, Jesus called them and cared for them. And they were able to connect again. Don't lose heart. Talk to the giver. The Holy Spirit will rekindle the gifts that have given you. Use them. We're all blessed because they obviously connect with Jesus again. It's like, hell, oh, we're going to go for this. God will do great things for you. And see God do more than you can imagine.